Digimon Adventure Tri Period Part 1 colon Reunion released September 15th, 2016. The second lap of our Digimon Digithon. I'm Dylan Vento. I'm Digi Nick. I'm Pokemon Joe. And this is Attract Mode. So guys, uh, second Digimon, Digithon movie, third Digimon yeah. movie overall. Strap in for some Digitainment. Di- yeah, yeah, I like that. That has to be a that has to be a tagline. Did you read that? I'm, did you? No, I I didn't read it, but I'm sure it was used. It is like the most obvious portmanteau. Um, we could we could also dig into our Diginalysis here today. Wow. Yeah, we got to you got to hold on to some of these. We have <laughs> I don't think we do. I we think we have six more I movies. think I could go Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I've got the whole podcast, but you're right. There is there is a lot more to go. There's a oh, lot more gods. to go and a, and a lot of digi dings to bring up. Mm. Oh, so, did you don't do that? Oh. <laughs> I'm um, going to get out my digi digi redo. Yeah. Well. Ooh. Wow. If you must. Okay. So how are we feeling? Digimon Adventure Try, the third movie. Third of... movie of so many. <laughs> Wait, but there right. is... oh, I guess, yeah, third. But a first movie of like what seems like its own new like kind of continuity arc, right? Well, they're all the same continuity. No, but... I know, but th- this is like a specific arc, right? Like right. there's a series of Try movies. Yeah. This yes. is like movie three, part one. And there have been some technical improvements. For one yeah. thing, the animation is better. Um, the sound design, I, I don't want to say it's good, but it's like tighter. And then also the structure of the movie itself is technically a structure of a movie versus being either <laughs> just some kind of nonsense or yeah. the worst set of things all mashed together. Like the last two were obnoxious to watch. This was so coherent, it was dreary. It was, it was yeah. like coherently bland it it definitely stretched out an idea that i think the last movie we watched which was only 30 minutes could have also tackled like you know like not in the same movie i mean but like in the same amount of time because it really just comes down to here are the digidestined let's check in on them and then they have a big fight Mm -hmm. with a few little things peppered in there yeah there's there's two fights but there's like it really only comes down to one big one at the end, right? Like that's what it all matters is, is, and, and, and I don't even know how it matters because I can't, I don't think they tell us in this movie. There's, there's a scene and I, I had to watch the movie twice to even like catch it. There's a scene where, um, the smart one is explaining, <laughs> yeah. Izzy. Uh, well, which, which, which smart one? Yeah. Cause it could be Izzy or it could be Joe. Well, Joe's getting D's in school, so I'm so pretty he's not sure so it's, smart anymore. it's Izzy now. Yeah, it's it's the one who like has a server where he ha- where he holds the Digimon. Digimon. Yeah, that's, that's he, Izzy. He, ex- he explains at some point that these like appearances. So, I mean, the 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 plot of this movie, as much as there is a plot, is that some big bad Digimon are appearing 
which is like the most <laughs> hey, bare have bones you heard of this one before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the the most basic Digimon plot you can you can have. This but... old chestnut, but like in a in a world where the only people that understand the Digimon are the Digidestined and maybe like a select few others. What plot point do you have, or what what arc, what kind of narrative arc can you have outside of? The bad Digimon. We have to stop the bad Digimon. You know what I mean? Well, like, you could I, absolutely give the bad Digimon more to do. Sure. Because the bad Digimon has to have motivations and could understand them. And I never do in these. Like, I, it's it's the last one was the closest thing we had, which was revenge. But why did he want to cause a problem in the first place that he then had to be defeated and then want revenge later? Because he was, he was part virus. And I... Oh, okay. So it's a racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do assume that at some point in one of these Digimon movies, humans probably become an antagonist. Like they probably like we've weaponized this horrible Digimon. That's yeah. probably going to happen. Pokemon d- does it all the time. Pokemon did that on the second movie. <laughs> we are on the third movie that was made in 2016. <laughs> Yeah. Whereas the second movie that took place, the second Pokemon movie that took place in 2000 already I, cracked that nut of like, oh, let's make the. There's just like Team Rocket was also like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the show, so I don't know if there's villainous people in the show. Outside of the large scope of Pokemon and Digimon movies at large, within this singular movie, the biggest takeaway from this, though, was that. I couldn't kn- realize for like the longest time what the stakes were. I was like, okay, I know some bad Digimon are appearing. I don't know why they're significant. And I and I like there was an ex- explanation about how like the phenomenon are linked to each other and like one Digimon spawning causes another Digimon to spawn or something. But I wasn't sure if they were like because of a bad thing. And like I mean, I realized they had to fight, but and I, there was a there was a secondary conflict in this movie, which was that Digimon, I guess, are like dangerous. It was like a Snyderverse thing. It was like, ah, oh, Superman, good. He's smashing some buildings, so they had that going, I guess. But uh, it, it was just like I, I, I obviously the like the the barest thread I had to follow in this movie was there are big bad Digimon coming, but I had no idea why. Well, I think it's because this movie sets out from the beginning to be a sort of two plot setup you are you are going to be concerned about the big action plot at some point because it's a digimon movie and you're selling it to kids and you want kids to care about big monsters fighting each other but i do get the sense that somebody whether they were skilled writers or not and spoilers they weren't but (laughs) but somebody cared about the characters writing this movie right because not only do we spend a considerable amount of time just with the characters uh, the human characters i mean um kind of checking in on them but they're trying to say something human as a writer or writers of this movie they're trying to say like uh, relationships change as you get older and you don't have to know where you're going all the time to you know to to just take action and do the right thing and that kind of thing there are themes in this movie that it's trying to express, but just like every Digimon movie that we've seen thus far, there's way too many characters. You don't get enough meaningful time with any one of them, so you have to express all of these thoughts like rapid fire. I mean, Ty is clearly main character in this movie. He's the one you get the most time with. Um, but I, I, de- I never felt particularly connected to anyone in this movie um but you're telling that story and then you're also trying to tack on an action movie story instead of like 
they don't feel integrated. They just feel like two different stories that are happening in the same movie. I agree. Yeah. It's a big old digiverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, let's, let's dive in. Um, all right. So this movie starts at the beginning. Where the very a, beginning, a, a a a disembodied voice says, "In the beginning, a genesis, dinosaurs if you will, were in Brooklyn." Immediately, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right struck the digi egg. And then what if they were set into a digital dimension? The, this I mean, this chick will never get old in our podcast, <laughs> right? But it's it is literally that though. It's like the. I kind of I kind of appreciate this like level of like mythologizing because yeah. like I I feel like a lot of questions we have asked the past two Digimon movies we've been like well what does this mean or what does that mean um basically you have this voiceover that starts talking about how like the digital world has existed since time immemorial so is is that what it means though or is it I think so I I don't think it's immemorial. I think it's as digital technology rose, this twin world rose, and it uh, didn't it didn't know you know the two sides didn't know each other yet. I'm so. actually not sure about that, Nick. I my takeaway, and this is only like my takeaway from being like half paying attention, was that great. Half, I want Joe I, says I, I want to disagree with you. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I will go forward. But but I half I half paid attention twice, which adds up to a whole. So uh, my takeaway was that these gods always existed, but didn't have form until like digital the digital world kind of came to be, and then it ended okay. up representing them. And I I don't know if that's true in Digimon, but it's actually kind of a fun idea. I think so. I could see that working as well. But I don't feel like it, it 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 doesn't it's not explicit, that's for sure. Well, they talk about this this demiurge, which is like an actual like biblical concept, right? Where it like it's this basically this caretaker for like the universe. It's it, it, I think it's like in like deist philosophy, whichever one where it's like God created the universe and then he was hands off after that. Um there is this concept of a demiurge, which is an entity that uh, you know, watches over everything, and they are not themselves the creator of things, but they are the steward of things. Um, I don't know. Maybe that'll wrap back around in like the sixth movie or something. Mm, but that's that's what I'm wondering. Is it yeah. relevant in this movie? I can't remember. <laughs> no, it's I don't not. think it is. Yeah, so it definitely feels like set up for a future. But at films. least now we know why there were biblical references around that digi egg in the first movie. Yeah, and why there's naked angel ladies. Please come <laughs> right. to our second podcast that we're starting, or our Dylan's manyth podcast. But we're going to have our soon our our um, religion, mythology, and Digimon podcast where we take a deep dive into the lore of Digimon and how it relates to real world contemporary religions and also ancient mythologies. Would you like to hear about our Lord and Savior Agumon? Um, so they have this thing and they have like this visualization of like a giant egg and all this stuff. It's also very Buddhist. Like there's like an idea of like the world egg and all this shit and like in, in Eastern religions. Um, uh, and then you get some splices of a cut scene of like some flashes of like this red realm where like these people in silhouette are like falling over and they're all holding digivices. That was 
I d- didn't understand what that meant both times. That, that's the main characters, right? That's the Digidestined, right? It's, it's the premonition well, of Thanos snapping his fingers. That's what I think. I think, I think that's what it's supposed to be. I read, I read something that made it seem like it's something a little different. It, it says explicitly who those characters are, but I'm not going to reveal that because that might be a spoiler mm-hmm. for a later yeah, movie. Don't spoil me. Don't spoil me for the right. Digimon no, This rich, yeah. rich narrative. I have so little to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> but we see these people falling over and they all have digivices and the digivices are like falling out of the air as as we see that. Then we get uh uh a cut to there's like there's like some like tracking shots of like the town or city they're in, right? I all I, all I remember is this guy that has a flip phone, but the top of the flip phone ro- rotates horizontally and I think that's really cool. I'm pretty sure it existed too. Yeah, that's just a cool piece of tech. But yeah, they're they're on an island just outside of Tokyo. Apparently, is where that this right. whole thing they're takes in place. The, the Kanto region. So again, ripping off Pokemon. Um, so then we get uh, a cut to uh, our protag boy Ty, and he is going to be late for school. He's his alarm goes off. His alarm is an egg. Which this movie's just very obsessed with, like the egg motif. Mm-hmm. It's just like a concept. Um, so he won't get out of bed. Kari, uh, his sister shows up, tells him to get up out of bed. He's going to miss soccer practice. And so he, he runs out of the house. We get, we get one shot. We get one shot of Ty's mom and that is it. We never <laughs> see her again. This entire movie. Hold where on. is, where Hold is the on. horrible cooking is? Yeah, the, it was lacking horrible cooking. Is there a shot of the mom in the beginning? Here? Cause when he's, he's running out of the, uh, well, she's also later. Yeah. She's okay. later. I, for, I forgot you. about that. Yeah. That's but what at the I very was beginning. To. There's just a shot of like him running out the door as it's closing is showing yeah. Kari and their mom so. just staying there watching, watching I mean, her run out. We're Two all shots. waiting for the movie where she's the main character. Right. <laughs> I would love that. Like a, like a Julie and Julia movie, but it's, it's Ty's mom. Or it's just her YouTube cooking series. Right. And you can make all those things at home. It's really hard to like riff on this because we don't know her actual name. So like with the YouTube Ty's channel mom. called like Ty's Mom's Cooking. Yeah. Uh I love Ty's mom food. Uh, that didn't work at all. Let's cut it was that. Close. It was close. <laughs> that didn't work at all. It's so it's it's in now because no. you denied it. Because because no. you wanted it cut. It's made it funnier. That's the way that, that always works. I don't want that. Um, it's late and I'm not <laughs> of right and sound mind. All right. I think we can kind of sum up a lot of this first part of this movie though, especially, especially this part that's all tie focused. It's just showing that he's kind of a loser. <laughs> is that, is that the interpretation? You got? Yeah. I, well, I do think it is because he's, he's aimless because he has spent, I think it said, uh, I was looking on Wikipedia or Digipedia, excuse me. Oh, um, excuse, excuse you. I that he's it's been three years since Adventure O two, so this new Tri series is like separated by three years from the end of Tri that series. Uh, yeah, the Tri years are separated by Tri years, and uh, so the idea being he's he's like he misses his Digimon, but also his friend group is starting to disperse. Everybody's getting their own hobbies and interests because they're not focused on saving the world currently right yes which um i think is an interesting like yeah like like a the like somebody who's grown past being a hero and is f- like the rest of my life looks mundane and none of, like why would i be interested well in any of that? joe you should watch steven universe future because that show does this whole concept way better <laughs> i i was actually thinking a lot about steven universe during this movie because it also does 
it handles what Digimon do where they fuse together so much better. There's sure. so much yeah. personality yeah, yeah, yeah. done. And granted, it's hard to compare them when there's so much time between those series and how like how much Steven Universe got to learn from series before it that Digimon didn't start off with that. Sure. And also Digimon wasn't like auteur driven. So uh, it's not fair to compare them. But I did notice a lot of weird little similarities that like that just made me think, man, this is the worst Steven Universe series <laughs> as I was watching it. But no, yeah. I do. As Joe said, I love the premise. I love the idea of yeah, post heroism heroes, right? Like, what are they going to do? And especially as high school students, because being forced back into the mundanity of high school after saving the world is that's that's worse than purgatory. That's straight up hell. That's awful. That's torture. And that's what Ty's living through is he hates the mundanity of his life. And if you built a movie on that and then like really focused on the character choices he made, either rising to heroic action in the end or not and having to accept them and and sort of saying something wonderful about life, I think you could have a fantastic movie. But they didn't it didn't feel like they addressed it in any kind of special way. Like they didn't they no. didn't tie his conflict of where he wanted to be with Exactly. His, with I his, think we like, all were grasping at like just give me something. Just like I can yeah. see it. Like I can yeah. see like you're so close. It, it, they could have had it and then by the end it's just a Digimon episode and it doesn't matter. So, so we spend time with him. He's doing that. We learn that Matt has started a second band, um, Knife of Day. Knife of uh, Day. <laughs> and uh, everyone laughs at that every time he says it. Um, his previous band was the Teenage Wolves, but they broke up. Uh, Matt is having a show, and uh, Ty is playing soccer on the same day. And even though they're best buds and want to support each other, they can't. But... They also want to reach out to their circle of digi-destined friends and sort of one by one struggle to gather everyone. Everyone's busy a little bit. Some people say they'll be there. Some people consider just not being there because there's too short notice. Um, but while all that's happening, while we get, do, do we care about hitting every character on the way, Dylan? Um, <sighs> I mean, not particularly. I, I, okay. I, I, I know I always do this. I know I always stop. I want to point something out. Well, the one point thing. Out. The one thing that got me, like very early when he he he's he bikes to school for his soccer practice. The one thing that really got me is that they do the credit roll. They they do the opening credits, mm-hmm. and they have like these little accented like uh, binary output like around the the names of like the characters and the and the actors and such. Except binary is zeros and ones, right? It's 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 <laughs> by it's two it's two right, digits. Yeah. Well, this could be digi trinary. That's the thing. So it's zero, one, and two. Is are we are we operating in a ternary universe? The ternary takeover where binary and then I just started fucking reading into it. It was like it's ternary, like it used at any point. That's how that's how those Digimon manifest. That's how they can crawl right out of TV screens. Yeah, they're so advanced. Yeah, that extra extra space in the code makes that all the difference. Digit. I mean, right. it does make a lot of difference. Like, yeah. you, could, you could express a lot more with t- ternary. Yeah, you can get sentient beings that have superpowers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will talk about them. They they go through the various friends and kind of hit on what they're doing. Uh, but I want to talk about Mimi because she is in New York and at the drop of a hat is willing to fly from New York to Japan, uh, but mentions that Ty will have to pay her back um, for her, her flight costs that she's already booked. So I think it's Izzy. I can't remember who it is. Somebody pulls yeah, up the Izzy. flight costs and he's like, he says out loud, Oh, that flight's going to be $1,000. But then he shows the screen, and it's either 
1,105,300 yen or that because as it does like decimals all along the way or that second decimal is is like the you know the the normal numbering decimal and it's like for for less than a single yen um which would translate either to a flight cost of $10,438.68 or $10.43. <laughs> it's a pretty big difference in the USD. Key, the deep dive that you just did is frightening. <laughs> I just you, I figured did you if I was going to Digimon and and study yeah, their numbers, I, I figured if I was going to do it, I might as well be fully accurate. I got to figure this are, out. Those are present day prices. The movie takes place, I think, in 2005. So, you know, I didn't account for inflation here, but <laughs> but I think the soul of it is pretty uh, important. Did that flight cost him the equivalent of $10,000 or did it cost him the equivalent of $10? And either way, he's flabbergasted. Well, it's really weird because they say $1,000, but they say dollars, right? And they yeah. don't say yen. Right. So, like, if they said $10,000 and they meant USD. But then why did they write it in an amount that wouldn't be the normal amount of yen, but put the yen symbol? Well, wouldn't $1,000 translate to, like, 10, 10 million yen or something? something I hate close this like conversation. That. I hate this conversation as much as I hate the movie. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> okay. In either case, it's really shitty to say, I'm going to fly out to see you, Ty but you're going to pay for my ticket. Yeah. Cause that's the kind of friend I am. Um, what, so, so yeah, so we do check-ins with, yeah. with all the all people. All the friends check in. And then as they are sort of gathering, we do get a cutaway to a weird digital life form manifesting. Ooh. Um, wonder what this could be. Yeah. It, it comes up in like a shipyard with big shipping containers. And that doesn't mean anything. There's no reason for that. Like it doesn't, that doesn't have any bearing on anything. It's just like, here's another location to look at for a little while. And then here's the monster. And then the monster flies away. It's also oh. the worst special effect. I I, mm. I hate the digital kids like these cubes, but they're like, they're just like default, like Unreal Engine cubes that have been like colored red and gray. Yeah. And they just kind of have like a particle effect that like bubble up. And that's how the, yeah. the I monster think, morphs. I think it's fine and on par with other things we've seen in this series thus far like we're talking about like a fox kids tv show getting a movie i don't care like that that didn't bother me super much but um this thing that comes out is like a red beetle man i mean that's the best way to describe him Ka Ka what's his name Ka kawagamon Ka kawagamon thank you kawagamon yeah so kawagamon flies around the rest of them gather up and then eventually as the soccer game's about to begin and as sound check is happening for the band show, uh, Quagamon decides to like show up in a big way and start smashing shit. Um, and Ty, who is supposed to be this kind of undecisive loser, launches into action. And he's like, oh man, my hero moment is back. I can like the adrenaline is kicking, the the call to action is there. Right. The thing he's been missing for for years. Yes. The hero's journey is back again. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm ready to take it on. So it feels like the right choice for that character to do that. Um so he gets on his bike and he manages to bike and roughly keep up with this flying two-story giant beetle man. <laughs> yes. Let's let let us discuss the scale of this monster because at no point is the scale properly articulated until it confronts Ty. Yeah. Because when it when it spawns, and I mean like a shipping container is what? It's 10 a big feet thing. tall? Yeah, probably. It's not it's not huge. 12. It's not like 
like and he was as tall as a shipping container it's seemingly like in the perspective might have been weird and different and i yeah. wasn't maybe not paying that much attention because it's a digimon movie i wonder if it grows along the way or not because yeah i, I got know. the same feeling as you did like I, yeah i was definitely not completely paying attention but my thoughts when i saw it was like it's like it's like ape sized it's sure I, yeah I, that's I what i, I was had thinking. no concept of it being as big as it was until it confronted ty yeah when it lands on the ground and crushes his bike it's a two-story building yeah there's still some <laughs> it's moments, massive there's still some moments after that though where it like shows it like zooming around the sky or whatever and then even like a moment where it like swoops in from front center camera to like down to the ground and i swear the perspective is just always off on this thing it either feels like it changes size dramatically or like the way they animate it just doesn't reflect depth very well but that's yeah. it i really like that as like that's a very 80s cartoon animation thing it's like we don't know how big this thing is so like would we draw it from like memory every time we don't we don't have like a character design sheet over here to like give us the pro- the approximate scale and yet this is still a better animated like this is a, the animation in this is generally pretty good i think, I think like, it looks good yes yeah. it's, it's it's not it's not pretty uh it's like it's not ugly but it's not like it's not like anything to write home about and also i mean you either like the digimon designs or you don't i guess yeah um yeah. but that that ship has sailed a long time ago to to make the decision on that like i mean it just looks like your standard like mid 2010s like sleek animation style just very default kind of look yeah it was fine it was good what, what does this what does this tie attack get to what is that what happens he he finds a little little pokemon no he doesn't find it so he he chases the thing down it you know he decides that he can't summon his Digimon in the city because he looks around and a recurring theme in this movie is how much damage these Digimon are causing to the real Zach world. Zack Snyder, yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> so Ty mumbles to himself every time. He's like, he's Snyder, like oh, Zack shit, Snyder. Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder, yeah. <laughs> um, so because this Digimon is Zack Snydering uh, Tokyo, he says, oh, we got to get out of here. And he has it chase him on his bike out of town, keeps flashing back to a broken I, cell phone. I hate it. It makes no sense. What the fuck is that? That broken cell phone is supposed to symbolize the destruction that this thing caused. But there's like buildings that are collapsed. Well, it's it, the the first couple times they flash to it, they they flash like a city street and then like an overpass, like a like a uh, uh, like enclosed walkway like overpass. Skywalk. Yeah, yeah, that like has collapsed because of Quagamon. And then the last thing they show is the cell phone, and they do that sequence multiple times. Trinity multiple times, and then like the last couple times they do it, they just focus on the cell phone. And I think the focus on the cell phone because I think there's some voiceover later that clarifies this. I think the cell phone is supposed to signify the potential risk to human life. It is. I mean, he says it out loud. It's not even voiceover. It's he says it to another character. As they um, flash that that shot, exactly, yeah, that's okay. So that's voiceover in that sense, but yeah, he's talking about it to another character. Yeah, let me um, tell you what a voiceover is. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets him outside of the city, and then for some reason, Ty hesitates, and I guess that's supposed to be his arc in this movie, is that he is in this bad situation. And he's scared and doesn't know what to do. He's indecisive with his teacher, which we didn't talk about. His teacher wants him to create a list of things he wants to do in life. And he's like, he keeps putting it off, keeps putting it off. Um, and now his teacher, by the way, who looks like a 12 year old, like I thought he they, was a child when he first got introduced. They, it's they anime. Don't, they don't look like adults versus children at all. Everyone looks like a child. Um, 
But uh, look, these animators got one style. Okay, like yeah, it took, them a, it took it. them a long time to get away from those Mickey Mouse ass cartoon depictions of the Digidestined to get that's to what true. they are now. That's true. Which, we did move in a weird way. Yeah, it's tough because I didn't like the look before necessarily, and this look is like technically more acceptable in a sense, but also less character in the main characters it just and cracks me up yeah. how everyone wore gloves back then like i was looking at like the like designs in the gloves tv show cool. kingdom heartsy yeah, yeah yeah exactly that's I've always yeah, got like, fingerless gloves in my pocket just in case oh these aren't fingerless cool. man these these are like the the traditional like they come off at an angle right mm-hmm. as yeah. they go down your wrist like sonic gloves mm-hmm yeah I, I, so cool I, it's that's cool too. I mean, it's, it's 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 your choice. You know, it would be know? really cool as if they had motorcycles too. Mm. <laughs> Digicycles. Um. So Ty is paranoid, and he seemingly just gives in to his indecisiveness and says, "I can't do anything," and closes his eyes. And that's when Greymon, no, Agumon, Agumon, Agumon pops into frame and saves the day. So what I don't know is, did Agumon come out of his Digivice, even though they can't summon them that way, and maybe they can do it on their own, or did he just like run up in this field? So they clarify that like they stopped seeing their Digimon because like the portal to the digital world was closed off. Yeah, several years ago, right? And uh, I think this this incursion from the Kuagamon has opened a rift. Yeah, to the digital world and and Agumon just kind of was like spat out or maybe was trying to get out. I don't know, um, but it is interesting how this entire time Ty still has his Digivice on his belt right. buckle, like he refuses to kind of like let go. Which I like if it's a friend of yours, I get that. But my it's wife also just still like, has a Tamagotchi somewhere. Yeah, I, I I think if I had been a Digidestined, I would always have that device with me everywhere I went, like for the rest of my life. Because it's your Excalibur. God. Yeah, I think I'd put it on a shelf. I think I'd I'd make a little pedestal for it. And I'd put it on it. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never be used again. <laughs> well, that ch- closes that chapter on my life. Uh, it's three years, and they're entering high school. I do think there would have been. You know, you can go either way with that. And he's ca- obviously the kid who goes this way. So, so G- G- Agumon and the uh, Scyther fight. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. What are the beats of this fight? Does anybody remember? It's it's the same. Digimon fight, same Digimon flavor you know and love. He they becomes fight. he becomes War Greymon, right? Yes, he turns into either Gray. I think it's Greymon. It's just Greymon, not, yeah. not War Greymon. And they fight until the sun goes down, and then they fight through a portal, which right. is the big beat that changes in this fight. Right for for um no reason, um, because because they have this beat only so that there is a both a pause in the fight uh a chance for ty to check in with some of the other characters over the phone but then also for 12 year old teacher to show back up uh nishi nishi nishijima nishijima uh shows back up in like a and, suit and tie and stuff yeah and is like get in the car we got something to tell you and then <laughs> and then doesn't tell him anything he doesn't reveal to him that he's like a top secret government organization guy who watches all the Digimon movies and records a podcast for posterity. Uh, <laughs> That's what we are. We're G-men. <laughs> yeah. We work for a secret organization. This is all a psyop. Su- surprise. We're bringing the truth to you. Um, but he takes him to the airport and when they get out and you know are ready to fight again, well, Greymon's already there. But when he when Ty gets there and is going to continue to be useless because that's what humans do for Digimon, 
um, all of the other kids show up with their Digimon as well. And even though it's not directly said in this moment, it's later caught up that other G-Men have brought them here. All right. I want to take a pause on this because Nick brings up a great point. What the fuck do the Digidestin bring to the table? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever. They, they hold the Digivices and they hug their Digimon sometimes. And that's it. They, they don't shout the moves. They don't command them to do anything. Well, they just stand there. I, I will take that back. Izzy is very useful. Sure. Izzy, Izzy builds them a virtual playroom. Izzy teaches them how they can come through digital devices all over the world through the anything that's got a network connection, basically. Izzy is super useful as a Digidestined. Everyone else has built their entire personal value on just holding on to a pocket watch. <laughs> yes, it's true. I mean, they're pretty spiffy. I carried this Digivice in my ass for 40, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> there is like a, a much better idea of the script that's like old man Logan, Pulp Fiction-y uh, weird shit where it's like he's 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 held on to this device for so long but the world has gone terrible and most of his friends are dead and then the digimon incursion comes after like it's like is it even worth saving anymore i don't even know well we got that new movie that we're building up to so right yeah. so maybe maybe <laughs> that's fingers what we'll crossed see. joe <laughs> yeah. right but i mean like maybe like look like we might have just called it because i i think the coolest thing about this scene is not the fact that they now have these like government spooks that are like helping them yeah. uh it's that nick called the fact it's like hey well it does this- seem yeah it was it was inevitable right like the government doesn't leave this stuff alone it's just weird that they took this long it's like and i guess they've been watching maybe for a longer time along the way but it does just feel odd that we are only now seeing them get directly involved with a bunch of children who are responsible for destructive powers. Like they, they would have been there so much sooner. Um, and, and also that they're like, okay, kids, you can go back to school now, even though one of them's the teacher and watching over, they would not, they would be put in a top secret facility. They'd be testing the shit out of digivices <laughs> They, they would be going every right. possible avenue of weaponization and control that they could. And then they're just like, you can go back to school. It's fine. Yeah. No, take him to the ant farm. Take him to yeah. Area 51. So we should talk about how this fight ends. Uh, so Greymon and all of the others battle the Scyther Big Bad Beetleborg. Um, and, uh, and there's like... You know they're 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 getting good hits on him, but it does end up with that that final moment where the the red beetle guy is about to shoot one like the wolf Digimon. I don't know its name, but he's about to like shoot it with a big laser, and then a portal opens up behind his back, and a giant hand reaches through, grabs him, and pulls him through. And one of the Digidestined is like, "We did it." <laughs> he's Which completely is, clueless i mean it's 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 apt for the way we just described them people who stand there and watch other things fight and have no concept of what's happening yeah. except for I assume Izzy. That, that big hand was one of your digimon right guys guys anyone anyone yeah. 
the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the fight also takes place in an airport like they have transitioned to over to yeah. the airport uh which i think i think the transition of that battle is kind of cool because they teleport to like a cliffside and they like slam into the cliff and then they teleport yeah. somewhere else and then they end up on this this runway uh it, it would be cool if portals to other physical places in the world were more important in the story the real importance of those portals is between the digital world and this world. Like the story never really plays with portals within our own space, you know? Right. So it would be cool if that were like a running theme, but instead it's just, isn't this cool for this one fight? This one time we use it and never again. Mm-hmm. Well, in we, this movie, yeah, maybe I was gonna say, you don't know. We got five yeah. more movies. Maybe, maybe it'll be a thing. Maybe I'll eat those words. The, the big, the big, like, kind of disembodied white hand as like a godly motif is interesting though isn't it like you have you have crazy mm-hmm. ha- or you have master hand you have the you have the anti-monitor in yeah. dc comics you got all the hands with eyes in nintendo games like zelda oh, and yeah. mario mm-hmm. you got godan in wind waker you got that that creepy one in ocarina andros yeah, yeah, andros yep yep i mean he's got a head but right he's just a head yeah, and two but hands, we, we're not so. gonna count that but his big hands are scary he does have big, strong hands. So what happens next <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> they go back to fucking school. Yeah, Nothing that's fucking the happens. weirdest drop of a plot point. And I wonder, so what I found out was that this movie was released at first in the U.S. as episodes. Oh, um, good. that'd be great. great. So, so I wonder if this was like meant to be an episode break. It did release as a full feature length film in Japan when it, when it came out there, but when they Americanized Mm. it, they cut it. And I don't know if they planned that or if that was just part of the translation process. Um, I mean, it's, it's still, it, it does have a, a a flow to it. It's just that the, the valleys are very long and kind of depend on you caring about the characters. And I could recognize that for fans of this show, this is probably pretty good. I think, I think it's yeah. Digimon. I think Digimon people must really be into these. I wonder. I, I do wonder because I don't know what there is to hang your hat on with these characters. Like Ty isn't given big redeeming qualities. If if any quality exists, it's that he is at least considering the consequences of his actions, and that he hugs that little lizard boy uh, Agumon a lot. <laughs> and it's like, well. I guess that's nice. He he loves his pet who also has the personality of a human and might as well just be a child uh as well. Uh, can we talk but, about can we talk about Agumon's voice real quick? We've never brought up this man, voice. And I hate this voice. Yeah. Well, I don't even know that any of these voices are the same voices we've heard before. I think there was a lot of new casting in this if I'm not mistaken. Sure. But I mean they I mean if it's a new voice actor at the very least it's a very similar sound yeah, alike for sure. Agumon. Um, but it's just like, uh, I, I don't even know if I could replicate it. Do you think you can, Nick? Uh-uh. It's just it, like, hey, Ty, how yeah. are you doing? You're, you're kind of nailing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is. It's this bizarre cartoony. I mean, it, obviously, we're watching a cartoon, but we're watching a cartoon that is presenting a real-ish world with fantasy and elements. And has grown also. And so all of the, the, like, all the older characters, like, their voices feel more in line with, like, a standard like 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 calmed down anime characters that like they're not none of the human characters have particularly outlandish voices a lot of the digimon sound really right. wacky 
it's, yeah. it, we've transitioned from like a a a, a Pokemon doppelganger to like yeah. a a who framed Roger Rabbit kind of situation where you have like realistic humans standing in comparison to these cartoon characters. It's, it's definitely on a scale, but that is definitely accurate. Like it's definitely going more towards that now than Pokemon, uh, in terms of the the vibe. I just wish Bob Hoskins was still alive to play a an aged <laughs> tie. Tie. Yeah. <laughs> that's the movie we all want. An alcoholic tie that's uh, that's given up on life. Yeah. In the apocalypse. So they go back to school. Um, they discover over some conversations that um, Digimon are getting sort of corrupted um, by these portals opening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what do they call them, Nick? Oh, help me. I don't remember. I think they just call them corrupted Digimon oh. or, inf- <laughs> or infected Digimon. <laughs> you know, something this, like that. This might be why I don't remember. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, shit. Did I miss like a cool buzzword fun no. thing? Izzy says that as if it's like this like yeah. amazing scientific discovery. It's like and they're called corrupted, corrupted. Digimon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great. Thank you. Yeah. Boy so, genius. So we learned that. We also encounter this other character um, who is never important right like uh uh mako mako uh yes. the nervous exchange student or whatever or new yeah. student. she's yes. a new student she can't get through a single sentence without going <laughs> and lowering her head she's she's just constantly nervous and <laughs> i only and- remember two scenes with this character the one where she's introduced and they're like you're that new student you're nervous and then the one where in the end fight <laughs> that's where your she's, character trait she she gets like pushed away for a bit uh, yeah those are the only two things i remember like i don't remember anything else with this character in the movie i'm sure they happen i mean that's but that's the only no, point she shows no. up yeah is it really they, right because yeah. she's being set up for future movies clearly oh, I, okay, okay but she really is only in i think four scenes and is minimal in each one like mm. super minimal um so so she's introduced and i feel like we just have to talk about her because clearly she's going to be important in the next one or the at some point um or or it would be so great if they did just like go <laughs> they just you ignored know, her yeah we didn't do anything with her let's just write her out <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic um mm, a real last many, jedi to, to what's it called situation there's too many characters already why why kill bring off, in another kill one? off some of these digi destinies? God, I hope, I hope at some point we get death. To I mean, like, we saw really... that we saw that that premonition. Yeah, of fallen, fallen digi destin. Right. Um, uh, I, I, uh... I can, I can <laughs> p- launch us forward if you want me to. Yeah, I just, I just like the aftermath of that fight is also like, I mean, and this doesn't really matter, but like Mimi clarifies that she's staying now because I guess we got to get the band back together. So yeah. like she's like, oh, I took this flight over, uh, and Ty, you don't have to pay me back. Ha ha, got you. Also, I'm staying, and it's just like, like bullet after bullet, just yeah. like gotta collect these, gotta collect the Digidestin. Yeah, um, I think the it was setting it to me at this point in the movie that this movie would never make an interesting choice. <laughs> Yeah, because especially <laughs> listening back to you two going back and forth about it, I'm like, there's nothing special about this Digimon movie. Oh no, and that's but there could have been at least the there last one nuggets. had that boys there... shirt. 
you're right. We don't even get a boy's shirt. God damn. We don't get a boy's shirt. But we do get, I mean, I don't know. Mimi seems like she is down to fuck just constantly in this movie. Well, that's, she, that's, a, that's what I look for in an anime girl. It's tough being a digisexual. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, yeah, lots of interpersonal stuff happens. The biggest plot point of the interpersonal moments is that Matt is kind of mad at Ty and Ty returns his anger with more anger, I guess. Uh, I honestly don't even know how to properly sum this up because well, their I, argument feels like such a nothing argument. I, I Matt, think I, I think I can hit this one because okay. it's like um, so so because they're collecting together and they're trying to understand like the corrupted Digimon and all this stuff and like all of them have not they haven't had interaction with their Digimon for years and I think mm-hmm. they all would would like to do I mean they're all they've all been reunited and they all are seem happy to um, have that reunion. Uh, hey, reunion, huh? Um, oh. but they, uh, uh, I, I think, I think, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's civil war, right? Like it's fucking like Ty is, is the iron man and he's like, I, we, we are causing too much damage and too much like risk to random people. And now the Digimon are getting pl- uh, blamed because like you just came up with the best idea. Like what if these Digimon that have been friends for so long had to fight each other, right? Like. Uh, Agumon versus that Angelmon. Well, because then every fight would actually have like some impact, Stakes, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And then and like, again, guys, we have five more movies, so and, and you could have the Digi Destined punching each other finally instead of just standing there. God, that would be yeah, that would be an escalation that would be meaningful because instead their fight just comes down to I'm not talking to you, and right. and it's, it's so childish. It's it doesn't ever their fight doesn't have stakes it like it, it, it's supposed to be central to their characters and their like their alignments but it never really goes anywhere yeah. and then they ultimately just kind of resolve it yeah if anything it distracts from ty going through any kind of hero's journey right of having like having something change him a choice because, to make yeah because instead it's like i don't have to worry about fixing myself i do in some level i guess but it's more about my friendship um, which there's there's a value to the conversation about friendship, but right. he's legitimately r- worried about the the collateral damage because the Digimon are getting blamed because these humans that aren't digidested yeah. still don't fucking understand the Digimon, even though they have had multiple yeah. interactions with them over the years. Again, welcome to the Zack Snyder News Network. <laughs> yes, you see all these. I'm Sham Sean Sanity. This is Digimon are bad. Tucker Carlson says they smashed a storefront. This pop store. They're graffitiing the walls. And so and so Ty is just constantly like worried about them putting their Digimon at risk of being hated and vilified and also like potentially causing real harm to people. Um whereas Matt I, I don't I, I I I'm not keyed in on like what Matt's specific like stance is. Yeah. Um, but he's just very much like, I think he just wants to be, he wants to be the hero, right? He wants to save the day. Yeah. Ty says, and I feel like he's just, this is, if, if this was intentional, it's kind of clever, but I don't feel like it is clever. I don't think it is intentional. Ty is talking to Agumon and he's like, Matt hasn't changed at all. He's just the same as when we were doing all, you know, when we were the Digidestined before. Yeah. And then there's like a parallel conversation where Matt is like, Ty is a completely different person. And that's, that's definitively not true. Ty, aside from his newfound fear, is like aimless in a life without 
Digimon War. So in a lot of ways, he hasn't grown. Uh but I, he's got this one thing holding him back. I, I don't know. It It's a weak argument either way, I guess, but it felt like the worst part of the movie for sure. I like, I like framing it as a war. Like Ty is like a, a veteran that's like come back. And he's like, I can't find, he's working a dead end job. Like yeah. can't find any. <laughs> it looks like Bob Hoskins. <laughs> I mean, that's the better movie. That's the better way to take it. But instead we get, or even the high school thing, even grounding it in high school, because that's where this, you know, like audience is focused. I feel like there could have been a lot of potential with it, and I'm disappointed we didn't get it. Moving on, they eventually settle their differences. Um, Izzy builds, as we've mentioned, a play place for the Digimon, but he also builds Ty a new pair of goggles. Gotta have these those goggles. Go- these goggles are so important to the plot that they they don't matter at all. <laughs> They so it's a it's a one two three kind of thing. The goggles are built. He starts scanning with the goggles to discover like data lines flowing from the digital yeah. world. Like he's looking with that. He's looking for specifically bad data lines where the Digimon might manifest corruption or whatever. Um and and he needs. So I, I said one two three. It's going to be one two three four. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So he needs to find it, but he can't see it at ground level so they need to get in a ferris wheel and get up high to see it and they in order to get up high to see it he's gonna have to ride in a car with matt and have a heart-to-heart conversation that well, they the, trick him right yeah but that's the only reason the goggles are in the plot because when they get to the top of the ferris wheel and he puts the goggles on after the heart-to-heart he sees the portal opening up at which point a massive swirling vortex storm manifests and the and loudspeakers start playing throughout the city telling everybody to evacuate meaning that the goggles did nothing everyone yeah. would have known where that thing was without goggles being present in the story whatsoever yeah. they are only there to get them in that ferris wheel they do look cool though yeah but also <laughs> goggles are like the only like item that identifies Ty as Ty, so also yeah. that's why Ty has, has hair. He's got hair He's got- and goggles. Yeah. So, we're heading towards the climax of the movie. They head to a big stadium where... <laughs> In case you weren't aware. <laughs> yeah. Big stadium where the portal is opening up and everybody's running away, and the first person to get there is Mako, and she's chasing her cat, who is clearly a Digimon, but, you know, whatever. Uh... She finds her cat just as well, what's his name, Dylan? The the new the big the new bad. Digimon? Alphamon. Yeah. Alphamon, yeah. Uh Alphamon lowers himself down. And he's a big Transformers looking motherfucker. He's a, yeah, he's a Voltron. He's pretty yeah. cool looking. I like this design. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the, the big Tower Knight guy? Yeah. He's a Voltron. He's fine. Um, he's cool. But the thing about him is that I don't know what the fuck he is. And I mean, after the oh, he's movie. a Digimon. Well, okay. But why is he a Digimon? <laughs> well, you see, at, in the beginning, yeah, the, there was Demi-urge. a world, but, Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, the egg. D- does he have a motivation? Do we know it in this movie? He's hunting for uh, Mako's Digimon. Why? I don't know. I haven't watched the also, other five movies yet. Also, are you sure... I'm pretty sure because he specifically lands in like this weird like outdoor arena thing and yeah. Mako is there with 
her catamon. I don't yeah. remember what the fucking Digimon's it, called. Uh, the, it's like weirdly like Makamon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like it's it, like super close to her name. Is which she going to turn out confusing. to be a Digimon? Is that the twist that we're heading for in movie four in the series? Her? I'm calling it. She is connected to the digital world. Well, in I some... mean, you're just you're the Digimon Soothsayer at this point. Yeah, so I mean, I, uh, I'm just going to. I'm putting that in right I'm, now. I'm right or die for it. your bets. All right. She is. She's got to be more special than this movie let on. So I think Maybe it was she's there like for the her. New, new generation of Digimon or Digidestin. Yeah. Uh, no, I think she's connected to it in some way, like more than like she's part Digimon or she's from the digital world. You know, I, there's something bizarre going on there more than her just being part, a girl. Part, part Digimon, part human, part virus. Revenge, revenge of Diaboramon. Yeah, she is Diaboramon. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out all of the bad Digimon who are coming to hunt her down are really good guys, and uh, they're just everyone's misguided. Oh, this is such a bitter <laughs> plot. <laughs> no, I I do think though that she's going to turn out to be something. I'm calling it now. Anyways. So she's there, her cat's there, this guy is there. They start fighting. Uh well you every- say fighting as if like the the Alphamon and Mako have like no. are on equal footing. Yeah, it's all of the other Digimon who start fighting. Yeah. He like lowers an arm cannon Iron Giant style and just starts blasting her. Yeah. Or at her. There's somebody says, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> and then Izzy says, found it. It's called Alphamon. <laughs> Did they have this fucking Pokedex shit the entire time? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What does that mean? How <laughs> How did he have an index of Digimon ready to go? And then he's like, but it doesn't say anything about him. So right, he's like, got the name, but nothing else. Dude, what are the, 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 the what are the rules? What are the rules? What They're are the rules? The rules? Oh god! <laughs> anyway, this is, this is um, the most excited I've been now that we're referencing "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all of the G- Digimon fight and get their butts kicked by this Super Digimon because that will always be the escalation of these movies. Every single one, yeah. will end with a too powerful Digimon until. Oh. Matt and Ty make <gasps> out. I mean, make Wait. out. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, was, I thought I had missed something. I was excited. Also a better rewrite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they finally acknowledge that, you know, Ty is is grounded by fear and Matt can reach out a hand and help him lift up and take action. And the theme of the movie, I guess, is to just do it. Fucking Nike. Because they get up... <laughs> We don't. We can't. We can't support. We can't. We can't say Nike anymore because of all the labor in, in Western oh. China. So well, we got. We got to say. We got to say Shia LaBeouf it. Okay, I'm with that. I'm. I'm good with that. Uh, so they, they decide to LaBeouf it, and uh, they summon Greymon and Wolf Pup. And <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Poppy uh, and Greymon <laughs> uh, team up and. Uh, then they they merge a couple times and at least this time unlike the last movie where they had to like just shout their names over and over again for each form this time they do an attack in each form as they're like mm, did yeah. evolving mm-hmm. they do like a po- they do like a they do do like a, a mega man like robot masters kind of like flourish yeah yeah like da 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 and then yeah read out yeah I think I think it worked. I you know in the sense that if you have to do something like that, which these the established universe says you do, I guess 
So they did an attack in each form, and they end up in Ultra. It's Omnimon. It's the same. Om- it's the Omnimon, same Digimon that they yeah. always fucking end up with because yeah. that's that's all. Like that's the that's the only card they have right to play. It's like well, yeah, shit's fucked. Bring out God. <laughs> you better get Omnimon. But also, I want to I want to talk about these Digi the, these uh, uh, Digi evolutions, Digivolutions screens because i think overall these are the best ones i think i think yeah so this is the best depiction of like the digital world and digivolutions so far the problem so so like the digivolution like transition is like their digimon is in like this the giant room mm-hmm. the giant like circular like room yeah. that they've been the, in and this all time it has movies. a hex wallpaper behind it <laughs> yeah. yes they've changed and, the wallpaper upgrades and they and they descend down and like this egg, this digital egg like forms around them with like squares, and then they like digivolve within that, and then they burst out of it. But yeah. the entire the entire sequence takes like fifteen seconds. Yes, it is so long. That's what I was getting ready to criticize. The first time they show it, you're like, "That's cool." And then with that initial fight on the tarmac with with the Kuagamon, they do like five of them. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. And I wanted to die. <laughs> it is painful. And you know, well, so there there wasn't a TV series associated with these six movies, right? Like, like we separated. This is its own series, yeah. I know, yeah. but like there wasn't like shows no. in between the movies. This, yeah, no. This, so this is, this it, isn't. it feels like that animation would be the thing that you set up to then recycle that animation a bunch of times in the show to fill time. Power Rangers did it every, you know, like basically every Fox Kids show especially the Fox kids shows tied to some Japanese animation company or production company. They all did it. Did they just do it because it's echoing that style, but isn't that anymore? Like, I think it's your pump up moment, right? It's like, that's what, like, it's like a Pokemon involving. It's like, this is what you like. This is what you signed up for. Like it is the pump up moment, but it isn't there because it needs to be there anymore. It was there to fill time in the TV format. Like, it had an explicit purpose from a production standpoint. Then we could make less show if we always show these animations and we make them big and flashy and kids get excited during it. Then it counts as content, right? But but now you could just make a shorter movie and that would be fine. I still think it's it's too embedded in the psyche of of this franchise. Like you can't divorce it anymore. Like yeah. could you imagine could you imagine a Digimon super fan going to watch a Digimon movie and it didn't have a ridiculous over the top way too long Digivolution sequence? He would like but, they they would freak out. But you could also build that up, right? To like final moment. You could have lesser moments along the way that don't take so long and then one big big moment at the end or other way around or whatever yeah but Nick, and, that 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 requires skill right yeah and 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 concern i think is the bigger thing it doesn't even require skill it just requires giving a shit <laughs> <laughs> but okay uh, yeah, whatever so big omnimon comes in what happens when when they fuse are agumon and the other one that are ultimately the like seed versions that build into this sure. big omnimon are they are their consciousnesses in there at some level? Yeah, they are drift. They, They're drifting. Are, is that together. what's going on? They're just yeah. like in the suits. <laughs> yeah, just the Agumon yeah. and the wolf are like walking together, which is really fucked because it's a quadruped that a biped. Uh, yeah, that doesn't work just at like, all. Yeah, yeah. Or well, I wondered, and that actually was part of the Crystal Gems thing with Steven Universe is like, or is it like a new personality? Because when they did evolve, there is always like a deeper voice and a sense yeah. of like more seriousness. And that kind of thing. It feels like a different personality. 
Yeah. I mean, if we really want to analyze it, if we care this much, I think it's that. I, I think it's I'm here for deep dig analysis. I'm telling you. Okay. I want to get into it. I think there is so much potential for character exploration there because this movie treated the whole time, and we even talked about it in the voices. The Digi Destined are growing up. They are personalities, shallow ones, albeit, but they are growing. They are having a story. The Digimon are trapped in the 90s. They're the same cartoony, over-the-top voices. When they talk about friends having a fight, they go, but you're friends. This is, they don't understand the conflict. Like Friendship is a be-all, end-all concept for the Digimon, but isn't for the people. If we got into some psychology for Digimon in the next movies, I think there's like huge potential there for storytelling because they are articulate characters. They're not like Pokemon that just go, Pika! and even then you can get so much range out of that one sound as we saw in the Pokemon movie with crying Pikachu and sad Ash and everything. But if we got some characterization out of the Digimon, these could be enjoyable films. I, I would still wish there was like three characters though yes yes it, because it's it's really hard like izzy is the only character that i really like know what he's about when he comes on screen because i know he's about being smart <laughs> yeah. we didn't even talk about joe and his entrance exams and his cram school he's not doing well i guess we, we, want, we, we did bring but it do, up do we, yeah. do we say that one of them no one believes that he's getting dates is that that was that was that's, that's, also, that's also joe that's okay, also cool. joe. yeah yeah uh, Izzy is an interesting character because he is only a utility character, though. He's basically like the Donatello. Yeah, but I mean, even less than that, because he doesn't have other interests, really. They get I guess they go into a girl thing with him as well, where he's he's talking about meeting a girl at some point or wanting well, to talk be about like, Mimi because like Mimi is yeah. like, oh, you like me, don't you, Izzy? Because they have to have this this subplot for some reason. You, you have the tertiary Digi Destin, you gotta have him do something. But even then, his solution is to build himself a clothes app where he can try on clothes in a digital format so he can look good for her. Did we? Whatever, it works. <laughs> have we concluded the final fight yet? <laughs> I mean, the, what's there to say? Omnimon <laughs> kicks the ass of the big bad guy and then everybody's happy. Does okay. he? I thought he. I thought he. I, I legitimately can't remember how the final boss is beaten in this. He knocks him like into the pieces. I think like like explodes him. But no, 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 no. He's about to do the final blow on on Alphamon, and Alphamon just like is like bye and just teleports out. That's what what happens. That's extra anticlimactic. But then the Digi Destin would be like, "We did it." So I guess it's <laughs> you're yeah, right. They're idiots. This movie ends pretty abruptly too. After that, like there was yeah. for all the for all the time they spent being like this is a thoughtful, slow, character-driven movie. They don't have an epilogue where the characters talk about their mm-hmm. feelings or how they've grown or like they don't show mm-hmm. that. They just were like here's a small scene of them looking at each other and then it's over. And Mako joins the group because now everyone knows she's got a Digimon, even though it was blatantly obvious that, that wasn't a normal cat before. Primary condition for friendship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. On Wednesdays, we bring our Digimon. This <laughs> in the last few years of my life, before there was a time when I was thinking, I want to try to be less cynical as a human being. I want to try. <laughs> oh, I want to no. try to be. I want to try to be uh, just more accepting of what people have to say. And then 2016 happened, and that was tough. And coronavirus happened a couple years later, and it was like, oh, you know, people are really bad. And then I watched this movie, and I just thought, man, 
it's really hard to 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 understand why anybody likes Digimon. And uh, <laughs> but maybe maybe my lens is wrong. Maybe it requires right. you to have watched the show. I do wonder that. Like I don't is the think show this... good. I doubt is it. it. I doubt I don't it. Know. How could it be good? But I feel like it could resonate with particular audiences, especially if you were a '90s kid or an early 2000s kid watching this stuff in its prime. Right? Like if you were the right age and you caught it at the right time. It could have resonated with you, and then these movies could have been super important later, because they could have felt like a return to that or a you know continuation of that. So, like, I'll forever watch Ninja Turtles stuff. I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I grew up with it, and it will always be important to me, even when it's really bad. Like, I hate the Michael Bay movies, but I still watch them. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's it doesn't matter. And I think everyone has that, and I think it's cool that there is an opportunity, if you are a fan of this, to see these characters maturing a little bit. Um, it's it's just never going to be for us, because we didn't grow up with it. Well, I also think it's it's interesting. It's At least they're doing something different with it. It's not like, yeah. hey, here's Digimon over and over. Like, here it is, like, in the same format over and over. Because, like, as much as I like Pokemon, and I'll, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like... I miss Pokemon at this point. Pokemon won the culture war, right? Against right. Digimon. Like this isn't really a debate. Like they're Digimon fans, but I think I also think they're unfairly stacked because like I I I always assumed as a kid that Pokemon and Digimon were very similar. But watching them now, I'm learning that there really isn't any similarity besides group of kids and and the word you know the, 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 the pocket monsters basically. The suffix the mon. Monsters. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it it's so different, wildly different. Yeah. I mean, they have a, like, there's so many different, like, they, they are heroes versus people trying to prove themselves. And the Pokemon characters do end up being heroes, but it's usually smaller stories and then, or the movies, or whatever, or season finales. Yeah. But those characters have so many more small goals you can follow along the way. The biggest disappointment I've had in watching all these movies is I was sure that the episodes I saw of Digimon as a kid, they were in the digital world and they were like seeing weird digital environments and stuff and like just I think they do. That. I think they do. I'm desperate to be there in these movies because this earth is so flat and bland. I just want to see them on an adventure somewhere. Like Oh, Joe's a uh, Joe's a flat earther, but only for for the Digimon universe. <laughs> this earth is so flat and bland. Yeah. They explained it in the beginning of the movie. I don't know if you guys are right, because while it is mostly a two-dimensional cartoon, we get some 3D animated sequences That's that true. might might raise the question on whether this is a flat universe or not. My, 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 I, I, said this, I said this while we were all kind of watching the movie movie today, but I, it still stands true to me. My like, And I'll give my, my num- numerical review after this, I guess. The thing I felt while watching this movie was that I was watching a series of cutscenes that had been connected back together from a PS3 era JRPG and that just happened to have like a good animated like like anime stuff like Nino Kuni or, or one of those whatever because the cut boy the scene like the, they felt so nothing but in the way that was like I don't know it, it all felt like cutscenes to me even the the action the action especially was like because there was so the, the the beats in the action was so minimal anyways long story short I'm gonna give this a digi two out of ten. What about you, Nick? Uh, I am looking at a chart of the steps a Digimon has to go through to, to get its driver's license. 
to, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm not going to pass this driving test. Uh, to become Omnimon, and it looks like a war Greymon, maybe a metal Garamon out of Omnimon is what I would give this. It's like a four out of ten, maybe a five. I see the 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 groundwork for something better in this. I like the animation. It it just failed to execute on a lot of its own setups. So it's interesting. It's 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 really hard for me to like judge it. All the improvements added nothing to the experience, which is weird. I I mean, like the, it helps that the last movie was like thirty minutes, but the last two Digimon movies were more fun. Well, it's just it like the, the foundation's too weak. The foundation doesn't like benefit. It doesn't allow you to have more complex or, or it doesn't allow you to have like a continuation of things like the 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 first the first digimon movie despite the fact that there's three separate movies spliced together had basically all of the interesting parts you could ever tell about a digimon story like you had like you right. had the discovery of a new world you had like f- facing up against a, a a new foe you had the the return of that foe and 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 the corruption of 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 a, a friendship and and uh, yeah. a new generation and like what 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 other permutation of the story can you tell if you're not willing to like like the fact that like the fact that it's turned into a slice of life anime where they're all in high school is the is the most advanced like evolution yeah. they could do it has potential they just need to push it and make that the plot and then integrate the Digimon into that plot as opposed to and then we go to the Digimon story because it it does feel like two different stories happened in this movie and neither of them was very satisfying right like tai tai resisting like going back to that world is the closest we get to like an interesting premise yeah because it's like it's in, it's internal conflict but uh, i would love to see a character cuz you have 8000 of them just running around not doing anything <laughs> yeah. just take one of them and make them like absolutely like anti digimon like just make him like i do not want to do anything like give it to joe joe seems like he doesn't give a shit cuz he's like oh, off he's studying for a second there i thought you were talking about me and i was like yeah joe doesn't <laughs> well, care true. i joe don't doesn't give care a about shit. these yeah <laughs> dylan what's your score on a scale of a, a tertiary scale on a tertiary uh, scale uh i'm gonna give this uh uh i'm gonna give this a one out of three <laughs> perfect that's my ternary scale. It's just it it slumps. It slumps real bad at the, in the in the in the back end. Like I was kind of I was kind of on board with the slice of life aspect of it, and like these people getting older and like their their wants and needs changing. And then like as soon as we got back to it, it's like all right, did you to go to fight again? I'm like I don't fucking care. Omnimon uses metal Garuman's face, metal Greymon's face as his other fist. Uh huh. And then punches things with those faces. Yeah, does that hurt? They they can feel pain. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yes, that's what I wanted to check in. Hurt so good. Mm-hmm. Come on, Graymon, make it hurt so good. Their 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 brains are also in the fist, so like every punch is like a, a mild concussion that they it explains are... their voices. Ty, <laughs> <laughs> Ty. Ty, I was told I can't go to sleep. Time I don't wake up. Yeah, I got a hug. <laughs> Not right. this time. That's okay. Maybe next time. 
another another Digimon movie in the books, guys. How are we feeling so far? Are we are we good? Are we like we're pacing ourselves oh. right through these? I if the next movie is the same as this movie, then at some point we're gonna just have to smush these together into single episodes, <laughs> like do right. two at a time or something. D- we'll Digimon see what, where we go. Parts three through six. Yeah, this I, one's rough. I'm yeah. not opposed to that concept because it's. We'll just see if they can tell a different story even once among the the spread of Digimon movies. Uh, shout out to Shout Factory's website for having all these movies available yeah. for free to watch. Yeah. Um, uh, I know at the very least the next two movies, uh, their U.S. Rele- release dates were the same day. So you were able to watch them just back to back. That's just, pretty fantastic. Just like That's- that. Just like that, digital, yeah. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Any anything else? Any other uh, digi thoughts before we sign off? Oh, this was the uh, this movie was released on the 15 year digiversary of the series. So I've I've no quip. I've I've got nothing. So that's what you got. I'm so tired. All right. Well, next time we'll see you on our third leg of our digithon where we watched. Digimon Adventure Try, period, part two, colon, decision.